Good morning and welcome to episode 50 of Martin Uncut. Today it's the 12th of March 2021 and the stream, sorry, the title of this episode is Getting Ready to Stream. So we have reached episode 50. I think that is super great and I never expected me to be able to record this many episodes. So I am super stoked and I will actually celebrate a little bit tonight. And the way we'll be doing that is to actually be live streaming this afternoon. But more about that later in this episode. Today I will talk about two different topics. The second one is that I'm going to go back and revisiting OBS and NDI. But the first one will be... Elgato Stream Deck. This is nothing new, of course. This is no, no new toy, but it's a new toy for me. I ordered it a while back, but it took, took ages to arrive. I actually had to cancel my original order and find a different vendor. And it came yesterday with a post. And it's a little small keyboard, you can say. There is um, 15 buttons on it, and they are then five buttons in three lines. And you program these keys to do different things for you. And this is heavily integrated with the different OBSs, like OBS, uh, Streamlabs, OBS, but also the Twitch uh, Labs, whatever it's called. Um, and I'm going to use it for OBS and while I'm streaming because it's extremely good when you are uh, running the stream because then you can actually control the whole stream by these few buttons. And... You don't have to, to touch OBS because that is the biggest problem for problems. Um, because if you go in and change and move around scenes and things, you're going to screw up. And uh, if, you do, if you just have the stream deck with a few buttons that controls everything, that is perfect. So that is uh, the first use of it. And of course, I'm going to use it during my keynote. And I will use it for, for other things. I'm looking into things helping me with... Uh, when I'm podcasting to actually automate my day-to-day flow. I can click a button and it will do do something. And it's actually good because even if there's only 15 buttons, you can have uh, folders. So I have actually just one folder now, and this is the the Martin Uncut folder that I will use to uh, handle the, the stream. But when I do the keynote, I will have another folder with all the setups there so I can use it differently. And the the really cool thing is that you can bring in your own icons and these buttons can be stateful. So, for example, if you have a mute button, uh, it can have one state when you're muted and another state when you're unmuted. So just by looking at the button, you will know exactly where what, what setting you have. And if you're looking at, for example, OBS, you can do the same with a scene. So if you choose a scene, you can see on the stream deck what scene you are on i will take a picture and put that into the show notes so you can see how i configure it and um, it's super visible how it's it's done essentially i have one icon uh, for the non-selected state and i have the same icon but with a see-through red layer on top when it's selected and that's for cameras and scenes and so on but you will see that very uh, very visible on the picture so um, how I configured it, actually on the first row, I use only the three three buttons and it's on air, 
record and mute. So here I can easily go on and off um, the stream and I can easily start and turn off the recording as well. So that's just uh, easy buttons to have. I mean, I would not really need them. I could do that from OBS, but it's good to have everything there. And you can see that, yes, I am on, on air or not. On the second row, I have uh, cameras and the logo type. So I have the, a button for the Sony A6100. So I can turn it on or off. I have another uh, for the Canon M50. And I can also turn on and off the logo. And that is only then in the screen share scene. So that I, if I share my screen and I want to use my whole screen without covering it up by either uh, a camera or my logo type, I can turn it all off so you get a clean, stream, uh, clean desk out. So that is really good. And then on the last row... I have my different scenes. So I have the start scene, the scene that I use before I go streaming. So I usually turn that off like five minutes before I'm I'm going to go live for real. And then I have the finished stream that I usually turn on a few minutes. Uh, I have it on a few minutes after my stream. And then I have my two main, uh, main scenes. I have a, a camera full view and I have the screen sharing uh, scene. And I can switch between them on the stream deck and I can see exactly which is is uh, active and I think that's going to be super helpful and I will give you a, my more a more of my my feedback when I've tra- tried this thing out but let's move over to the NDI topic so in a previous episode I mentioned that I'm having two computers uh, in my streaming setup I have a PC that is actually handling the whole stream but I'm also using my day-to-day MacBook. And I want to present my screen from the MacBook on the stream. But essentially, everything else is done from the PC. And if you are into streaming, you may be well aware that there is a lot of discussions about OBS not working well on Mac. And I am very prone to agree with that. And I will not go into that discussion, at least not on this episode. But in the other episode, I mentioned that I tried to set up OBS on both my Mac and my PC and then use NDI to stream my screen over from the Mac over to the PC. And it kind of worked, but it didn't work well enough. It was super, super laggy. Uh, I think it was almost a second lag. And I had a lot of fan noise on the Mac. And at then, that time, I had the Mac on my desk. Uh, but yesterday when I was preparing for the stream, I realized that the Mac was only getting 100 megabits on the network because the uh, the network dongle I had was really old. So I switched that out to a gigabit today and voila, there's almost no lag. At least it's acceptable. Like you can see a slight lag if you are comparing the stream screen and the desktop, but I don't think that the viewers of the stream will actually notice this. So this works really, really well. So it's definitely working well enough for my keynote. And I think it's going to work well enough also uh, this afternoon when I'm streaming. So we'll see. So it's a really good test tonight. Um, I am just streaming the screen. I do not screen the audio. I am using my Rodecaster to, to handle the sound. 
So uh, my setup is now complete and I actually don't have my, my Mac on the desk. I put that down on the floor so I don't hear the vo- uh, sound of the fan if that would be speeding up. So I'm all set up to stream tonight and it's going to be super exciting to see if it works. And of course it's going to be super exciting if I remember what to talk about and remember um, what, um, <laughs> what I'm supposed to do in my presentation or the tutorial. So if you want to join tonight, uh, why not come by this uh, the channel, the Twitch channel, that is twitch.tv slash poddaren. You have the link for that in the show note, uh, of course. It's at 4 p.m. GMT plus one, and it would be super fun if you join and uh, talk with me in the chat, and we can have it a little bit interactive, of course. So the topic will be how you create an audiogram for your podcast using the Adobe Creative Suite. But uh, hopefully we will also talk about some other things uh, related to podcasting, streaming and, and YouTubing and stuff like that. I'm very, very interested in all of that. So this was the last episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed it and I wish you a great weekend and see you back on Monday. Ciao, ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.